Welcome to the Deaf Food Podcast, where we create a healthier you episode by episode. Here, we don't eat fake food. And now our host, Jason Winters. All righty. So welcome, everybody, to this episode of the Deaf Food Podcast. Today, I am excited. I have the privilege of having Yvette Briscoe uh, co-hosting this segment. And I'm really excited to have her on the Deaf Food Podcast because Yvette, I mean, first of all, she's, she's just an amazing person. She has an amazing weight loss story that I can't wait for you guys to hear. And her story is not only inspiring, but it's real. And she did it naturally. And one of the things that I like to kind of feature and showcase is a variety of stories of how people lost weight, how people um, kind of got on their journey, um, what, what was the turning point. And those are some of the things that we're going to be able to kind of hear from a single mom, which is something I can't relate to, who raised two children on her own while working full time you know, earning her bachelor's degree, getting her master's degree, and now she's working on a second master's degree. Um, uh, She works at MMA official in the state of California. I hope I'm saying that right. And she's just committed. Like, she's committed to service. She's committed to everything that she does. And just hearing her story was really, really inspiring. And so without further ado... I want to introduce you guys to Yvette, who is really now helping people to achieve their health, their wellness, and, you know, empowering women to reach their goals. So welcome, Yvette. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you so much for having me. I'm I'm really excited to be here. Yeah, I'm happy to have you too. So, um, you know, I heard your story and I just felt like this is something that I definitely want to share with, with the listeners. And I know it was a journey for you. Um, and when I heard it, I was inspired. And I know um, that the listeners will be inspired too. Um, and my only goal today, and I'm not sure what yours is, is, but for the listeners to be able to take away just one gold nugget, something that they can implement, you know, whether it be a mindset shift or whatever it is that resonates with them to take away. Oftentimes, I know for me, even now, like, but especially before when I was so confused about how to lose weight, it was just like information overload. And so that's something that I often just tell people, just take one thing that you feel like, okay, this resonates with me and I can take it away. Um, and so maybe we can start out maybe something that I missed or anything that you would like to share with the listeners that, that I didn't <laughs> uh, mention. Um, just that, just that. Um, so I'm a, the MMA official that's mixed martial arts. Oh, okay. So I am a, um, yes, I'm a mixed martial arts official in, in the state of California. And I mainly work with uh, amateurs now, but I have worked with both pros and amateurs. And that's one of the jobs that I really, really oh, love. Okay. So. <laughs> it's your passion. Yeah. It's your passion, right? It okay. is. Very much so. Yes. <laughs> so what can you tell us about your weight loss story? And I know that's like a loaded question, but... Um, I guess, how did, it, how did it kick off? Like, how did it start? Is, um, were you always overweight? You know, was this something that you dealt with? No. Um, so I was one of those kids, and now my lovely dog is going to start barking. Oh, okay, so no um, if you hear that, just <laughs> ignore sure, her. She's old. Sure. Um, I was one of those kids who could eat whatever she wanted to, whenever she wanted to, as much as she wanted mm. to, and never gain a pound. 
And um, so all through, you know, my four years of high school, I weighed 120 pounds and I never gained a pound. And I ate, I mean, mm-hmm. I had a healthy appetite. <laughs> <laughs> and um, so then when I went away to college, you know, I gained my freshman five, which apparently now is a freshman 15, but back then it was five. Mm-hmm. And then when I went to boot camp um, for the army, I put on another 10 pounds of muscle. Oh. And so I stayed at 135 pounds for, you know, a good chunk of my adult life. And then uh, when I had my um, first child, I gained a lot of weight during pregnancy. Um, I went from 135 to um, 193 pounds, but I lost all of that. And I went back to 135 pounds and it wasn't any, you know, it didn't take, I mean, it was easy to me at the time. And um, then when I had my second child, um, I was actually smaller. So I started out at 120 pounds and I went to 187. And um, I, that time I was already losing the weight and um, it was coming off the same way it did during my first pregnancy, but I switched jobs and I changed to a job that was stressful, um, that I really didn't enjoy, um, that there were constant things that were um, reminding me that I probably should not have left my old Mm -hmm. job. I should have stayed where I was because I really loved working there. Um, But it wasn't full time. It was like three quarter time. And, you know, this is my second child that I just had. And so we needed the additional income. And, um, you know, there's, I know we talk about this a lot, um, what stress does to Mm -hmm. you. And I think that sometimes people don't know the reality of what it does to you. So, you know, one of the things that we talk about is cortisol and, you know, everybody knows that cortisol is there and that we do require cortisol, but what happens when you are in a constant state of chronic stress, you get overwhelmed with cortisol and that's when you start having negative effects, right? So Mm -hmm. people know about belly fat that happens, but it, it does something to your entire body. And so that's what was happening with me. So the, the weight that I was losing after my pregnancy stopped, right? And then mm-hmm. gaining weight back. And so um, I gained all that weight back and then continued on. Yeah. And so I was in a sedentary position anyway. I, you know, I sat for my job. Um, but, you know, it's kind of depressing being in a a position where you feel powerless to make the changes that you know need to happen and where you feel um, like basically that you can't express yourself, that there are no options for you, that sort of thing. And so um, I just felt a physical impact to that. And I was, I was really depressed about it. And I still functioned because I had two kids. And um, it was at around that point that my uh, marriage ended as well. So, you know, I'm separated from my husband I'm raising two kids by myself, working at a job that I don't enjoy. Um, mm-hmm. You know, with I, I enjoyed some of the people that I worked with, but the people who were, um, you know, putting advancement ahead of people were not the people that I really wanted to be spending my time with, and and especially spending time away from my children. Mm-hmm. And so it just kept pouring on and pouring on. And um, so I, I look up and, and, you know, I'm in a size 18 and, um, and that's tight, right? So I need to go to a size 20, but I'm like, I am right. not, <laughs> I am not like anything that's like 
that too, unless it ends yeah, with that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so, so I wore sweats, you know, and with mm-hmm. big sweaters and baggy clothes to hide the fact that I, you know, consider, well, I'm short, first of all. Let me just clear that up for people. It's you not know, like I was going to ask, I was going <laughs> to ask you how tall you are because 135 pounds is, is different on, you know, depending on how tall or how short someone is. Yeah, you know, I am five, four and a half. And in the military, that was considered overweight, 135 pounds. So every time I had to have, um, you know, we did our, our um, you had to be weighed and we did our PT tests and all of that stuff. They always had to do my body fat because at five, four and a half um, or mm-hmm. at five, four, um, 135 pounds was too much. Now, when they did my body fat, I was only, um, I think it was like 14.7 or 14.9% body fat, which is great. Oh, wow. yeah. But, you know, I didn't fit into the category without doing something extra. And so um, I think I was wearing like a size five back then. And so now I'm in this 18 should be 20 or 22, you mm-hmm. know, <laughs> and it's a lot of stress on your body. Oh, um, absolutely. So I had always had problems with my knees from childhood and um, I started having a lot more, a lot more problems. Um, And so I went and saw the orthopedic surgeon and he just basically said, if you don't lose the weight now, you are going to have to have total knee replacement surgery on both your knees while you're still young. Mm. And I was like, okay. (laughs) So that was kind of like the wake up call for you. That was kind of like, so I have a question for you. Just, I want to kind of back up a little bit just because you hit on a few key points that I think are just super important. Um, You know, a lot of us, at least for me, I had weight issues since I was a kid. Like, so that was like my relationship with food was, was, was rough. And at the time when your job, what I'm sensing is that your job was that piece. And then of course the divorce that gave you dissatisfaction in life. And Absolutely. so is it true that you turn, do you, do you think that that was what turned you to food for comfort? So I never was a food for comfort person. Okay. Um, and actually when I was thin, I ate a lot more. What I did was okay. the opposite. Um, I would skip meals and sometimes I would go a few days without eating because I was depressed, you know, Interesting. Um, and so I, I messed up my metabolism by doing that. So when I did eat, my body's like, oh, my God, we're not starving today. Hold on to it. You know? Right. <laughs> and so, um, so my problem was, you know, I, I would go back and forth. Like, I liked food. Um, and so I would, I, I have a sweet tooth. I, I love sweets, uh-huh. you know. Um, I am a double stuffed Oreo kind of girl. <laughs> And, 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 you know, I can't just do regular double stuff, right? I have to take them, uh, two of them, break them apart, and then put the two creams together. So I have quadruple stuff. (laughs) Doing the most. (laughs) Yes, because that's how I roll, you know. (laughs) And so so a lot of times it was the the choices of food. Um, So I wouldn't always overeat. Um, but I would eat snacks that were not healthy. Um, I would skip meals, hardly ever eat breakfast, only once in a while eat lunch. And then, you know, a lot of times skip dinner too. Um, and then, you know, drinking sodas instead of water, um, those types of things. So it was never, you know, I wouldn't just like, 
you know, I'm feeling down. And so I'm going to eat this burger. It was, yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't really emotional eating, but my, my food choices were just terrible. So the choices were based on emotion. It wasn't like overeating and binging. No, no, I never had that problem. Thank God. I I have friends who who did, you know, but um, because that we, you know, as a population, we have so many different um, areas that we, we fit into so many different categories that we fit into. Um, So everyone has a different story. And the thing about it is how you react to what is, is that thing for you? What is that issue for you? What is your story is uh-huh. what determines the outcome. That's what determines, Absolutely. you know, not just the journey, but the destination. So. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So at that time when you, the work and obviously you felt dissatisfied and the divorce was, was, was rough too, but did you know, were you aware that this was affecting your health at that time? Well, I, I didn't, um, think about it that way. And, and what's interesting is, you know, I have, uh, my master's degrees in psychology, mm-hmm. but when it's, when it's about you, you don't put, even though you know, these things, you don't put it, you don't put two and two together basically. Yeah. Um, and so I wasn't thinking about that. I wasn't thinking about how the stress was impacting me physically, Um, you know, I was having lots of migraines. Um, I have asthma. And so I was having asthma attacks all the time. And, um, and then of course the pain, um, in my knees. And then the other part of it was just the quality of time with my children. So I couldn't run with them the way I, I should have been able to, you know, the way I was Mm -hmm. able to, when they were uh, so much younger and, um, you know, just the things that I would have loved to have been able to do in spending time with them, I was not able to do those things. So, you know, if I'm, if I'm trying to run, one, I'm, I'm this big person, you know, and so it's hard to move that bulk person around. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. the asthma attacks that I would have from the effort <laughs> of yeah. trying to move all of that bulk you know, it right. just meant that I didn't get to do the things with my kids that I would have loved to have been able to do. And that's valuable, you know, and that also goes to the emotional part of, of the weight loss journey. Right. So I didn't have a um, an emotional eating issue, but there were still emotions that impacted the quality what, of life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I think that's important for people to understand as well. And food choices as well. Absolutely. So the choices Absolutely. were, you know, were driven by, by emotion. No, that, that's, that's beautiful. I, I'd, I'd like to know, and I'm sure everybody's curious what, you know, maybe you can, I know you mentioned a turning point, but what did it like, where, <laughs> where did you start? Like what, you know, at this point you're like, I'm not getting into the 20, anything. Right. But what, 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 where did you start? Like, well, so first of all, I didn't do it right initially. Okay. <laughs> you know, and, and, um, I think that like, if I had one single takeaway for your audience to have, um, I think I would say to let go of the guilt, right? Um, we all fail, but just fail forward. Don't fail backwards, right? right? Learn something each time you fail and then move forward and keep going. Cause if I had quit the first time or the second time or the fifth time I failed, <laughs> I'd still be 230 pounds and maybe I'd be 250 yeah. by now. You know, and so um, so I think it's important for us to let go of the guilt 
and um, to acknowledge where we are and to just start there and just move forward. But for me, it was, you know, I bought every single, you know, fad diet that was out there. If they said you're going to lose, you know, 200 mm-hmm. pounds in two days, I bought it. <laughs> you know? it yeah. I, just, I just bought everything, right? And then yeah. I bought all of those um exercise DVDs and you know I well it wasn't DVDs back then it was video um Uh VHS queen here right but but they um I I just kept I forgot to look at the mindset part of it or I didn't know Uh um because it applied to me as opposed to something that I would be telling someone else right and so I didn't focus on the thing that I needed to fix first which meant that all of my other efforts didn't work. And so just over and over and over again, I tried and tried and tried and failed. And I would gain some and lose it, gain some and lose it mm-hmm. and gain it back, you know, just over and over again. And, um, and then I would get frustrated and then I would just completely stop trying for a while. And then I, you know, say, Oh no, I'm going to do this. And, you know, January 1st is coming up and yep. uh, here's my resolution. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's always going to, it's, uh, I'm just going to say, it's always going to be a month, uh, next Monday, next month, the Absolutely. first, you know. I, yes, I, I'm going to start this again, you know. And so I don't even make resolutions anymore. I mean, I do affirmations, but I don't do resolutions because mm-hmm. if I'm going to make um, a choice to make a change, I want it to be a real choice. I want it to be a real commitment and it's going to be real change, you know. And so... Um, that was what I had to work on is the mindset part of it. I needed to understand what I was doing to myself, the areas where I was self-sabotaging, right? And then what I needed mm-hmm. to do to make those changes. And so I did it, um, you know, my system is actually, I, I use a, a three-step system. Um, it's called the three M's and it's mindset, meals, and then motion or movement um, mm-hmm. and in that order, right? Because I, I love that. Well, it's important. It's important. I mean, we, as people, we, um, we like processes. We like systems. We like um, consistency and stability. And, you know, if we can have a stable way of getting results that we know, if I just do this, mm-hmm. I'm going to be successful. And maybe my timeline isn't the same as, you know, my sister's timeline or my cousin's timeline, but, you know, it's there. And, and if you just do the things that your body needs and your mind needs, mm-hmm. you will get to where you're trying to get. And so once I figured that out and worked on the mindset part of it first, then when I added the food part in, before I started doing any kind of working out or physical anything, it was mindset first. And then it was um, the food. So I started eating things that were, were nutritious. Um, I started cutting out the, the junk, right? And it wasn't so much that I made a conscious effort to cut out the junk. It was that I made a conscious effort to put in the good stuff. And then the desire for the junk started going away. Absolutely. So when I was snacking on um, apples and bell peppers. I love bell peppers, by the way. I'm just going to uh-huh. talk that in there. <laughs> yeah, me too. Snack, not just the cookbook, but as a snack. I love them, right? And so when I started putting those kinds of things into my diet, I wasn't so much wanting the other things. So before, where 
you know, it's movie night. And so I've got my pineapple soda and I've got my double stuffed Oreos and I'm going to drink, you know, a good portion of that pineapple soda. And I'm eating that whole pack of double stuffed Oreos, right? Right. I'm eating the pack. And so um, now, because I still eat double stuffed Oreos, you know, I, even though I'm, I'm mostly healthy, Mm -hmm. I like my double stuffed Oreos. 80, 20. That's right. (laughs) And, but I don't need to eat a whole pack. I can eat one, maybe two. And I'm satisfied. And you can enjoy them. I do. It's not, it's not an emotional. Absolutely. It's not filling anything for you. It's just a flavor that you like. Exactly. And, and I can have the pack in the house for weeks without touching it because I don't quote unquote need it. Right. I get it when I want it, but you know, if, if I don't want it, I just, it's just there and there's no temptation. It's absolutely not. There's no, there's no temptation for it. It's just, you know, I don't have to do that anymore. I don't feel that way anymore. And I think that once, um, once people find that formula for themselves, right. And you start Mm -hmm. adding as opposed to subtracting the other stuff will just fall away. That's right. And I, you, you've touched on so many key points. I just want to kind of go back and just kind of <laughs> add my two cents to some. Because, you know, people look at, I guess, falling off the wagon or, you know, I messed up this weekend or whatever. Ebbs and flows are part of your process. It's part of the journey. And if you think it's going to be perfect 100% of the time, then it's just not, you'll never be healthy. Because well, we're learning. Like, yeah. we're constantly learning. You know, we have to learn what works. We have to learn what doesn't work. And that's a process that we have to go through. And that's what is, that's a key piece. Well, it's that old adage that perfection is the enemy of the good, right? Mm. Um, So you just do it. And then you find um, what works and not everything is going to work. Maybe some of it works and then a piece of it doesn't. And so you just stop Mm -hmm. that piece. Right. And you move forward and you, you try the next piece and exactly what you just said, you will eventually get there through a trial and error process. But as long as you have the tools so that, you know, uh, mm-hmm. the things to try, because that's usually the problem is that we don't know. Yeah. Right. We're not born knowing that avocado is a good fat and it's OK to eat that when we hear all right. of this stuff. That's the other thing. Um, the other point that I wanted to bring up. Society has certain um, standards right, that they put out there as what is optimal and what is the best and what is the most attractive and everything else. And if you try to fit yourself in that, um, that sort of formula that they have for that, how many of us fit that? You know what I mean? Um, I lost 75 pounds and I'm very happy with, mm-hmm. you know, how I look, but um, my hips are a little bit bigger than what society says is like the perfect look, right? Mm -hmm. And so so I'm okay with it. You have to be okay with it. You have to love yourself. Once you're comfortable with where you are, once you have your mindset and you genuinely love yourself, love your body, love who you are and where you are in that space, then then you're good. And that just kind of leads me to what what was what was the shift, or maybe it was a couple things that that just really made it happen for you. What what once you realized that there was a mind shift that I had to make, and you're up and down, up and down. 
what were some of the, you know, what were some of the first shifts? And, and we evolved, right? So the shifts are Absolutely. coming and, and going and we're shifting. So that, that's what it means. But what were some of the beginning things? Because in the beginning, that, that's what happens. A lot of times when I listen to these types of interviews um, with people, it's like, yeah, you're, you're where you are now, but where, where, what about me? You know, where I am mm-hmm. at Absolutely. 230 pounds, I'm at 300 pounds, or I'm at, you know, wherever, I'm overweight, I'm not healthy. Like, what were some of the beginning shifts, some of the very practical things that could be done so here's, to help here's, someone? Here's one of the things that, um, that I did. Um, and <laughs> it's very simple. Um, look at yourself in the mirror. And I'm not talking about, you know, you're checking out your hair or you're checking out your makeup or, you know, is your mustache trimmed right or anything like that. I mean, look at yourself. Look into your eyes and look into your soul and connect with the person who's inside because that is the person who's going to do everything else that you need to have done, right? So I I did that. Um, I was actually in one of my psychology classes and um, I was looking at myself. It was an exercise that they made us do. And it wasn't just like 60 seconds or two minutes and two minutes is a long time. Right. Mm -hmm. When you're for something like that. Yeah. We had to look into our eyes for like 10 minutes. And if you think that 10 minutes is not that long, pick up the mirror and do it. Put a timer on and and try. I'm going to try. I've never done that. Because what you what you do is. And let me tell you what happens at the very beginning for the first 60 to 90 seconds. You are looking at your hair. You are looking at your eyelashes and the freckles on your nose. And you know what I mean? Um, Oh, dang, is that a blackhead? That's what you're looking at initially, right? And then you get past that and you're looking into your eyes and just looking at who you are as a person, right? And, And so once you have that sort of identity process started, then you start asking yourself questions. Who am I? What do I want? And am I okay with where I am now? Obviously, you're not okay with where you are now because otherwise you wouldn't be feeling all the angst that you're feeling, right? Yeah. So once you acknowledge that, then it's about letting go of the guilt for being where you are, regardless of how you got there, right? I, even though it was stress that was caused by my environment that started the overweight process, I felt guilty about it, right? How could I let myself get this way? I look at before pictures of when I had a 22 inch waist and then I look at pictures and I'm not even gonna tell you the numbers of what it got to. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And I'm going, how did I let this happen? How did I let myself get this way? This is disgusting. And I was disgusted with myself, right? So when I started acknowledging that, because you don't acknowledge Mm. it, Right. Mm-hmm. You don't. Yeah, absolutely. Exactly. Oh, yeah. You don't want to. You, you don't, don't want to. You want to pretend it doesn't exist. Absolutely. And so yeah, when absolutely. I acknowledged one, that that's how I was feeling and two, that it wasn't right. Then I could start letting it go. And it does not happen. Even once you get that acknowledgement, it does not happen overnight. Right. I didn't look in the mirror for 10 minutes and go, oh, I'm cured. I don't have to be obese mm-hmm. anymore. You know, it doesn't yeah. work that way. It's a process, just like you said before. And so when I acknowledged that and said, you know what, 
I'm not happy with myself right now, but I do love myself and I can love myself better. Mm-hmm. I can love myself more and I can be happy with myself. That was That's the deep. start of the process, the, the, the mindset part of the process. And then the other little piece I, to that mindset, well, I don't know if you call it little. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, 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 no. What am huge. I teaching my children? <laughs> what am I teaching my children? Because I want my daughter, you know, she's mixed. So, so before, you, before, you talk, before you talk to that piece, I mean, uh-huh. we cannot gloss over this. Like <laughs> what you just said. We cannot gloss over this because it, it seems little. And oftentimes we want more. It's like, no, it's something else. It's like we're almost conditioned Absolutely. to be interested in purchasing a product or yes. purchasing a pill. You know, should I be drinking this thing or what food should I eat? And that's what I get more and more from my clients. And it's just like, it's actually taking me and my coaching further away from the food and more into the mindset because mm-hmm. I'm noticing that People want a diet plan. People want a meal plan. They want to know which diet is the best. And it's just like, man, what I ate, you know, three years ago is totally different than what I eat now because I'm a different person. Absolutely. I have different cells. I'm older. I'm, you know, it's so much has changed. And so it's just really, it really goes to the mindset piece. Absolutely. Um, and, and I think that, you know, one of the things that's really important about what you just said is that we're in a constant state of renewal. But we don't look at it that way. Instead of saying, I'm better, you know, people say, I'm old. I'm almost 50, mm, yeah. you know, and I feel better than I did when I was 35. Awesome. I look better than I did when I was 35. I have more right. energy than I did when I was 35, you know? Yeah. And, and so it's, it's about renewal and giving your body what it needs, giving your mind what it needs, giving your soul what it needs to be renewed. Right. And so even simple things like sleep, are you getting enough sleep? Because that's when when the body, you know, that's when our cells are doing a lot of their work. Yeah. When I when I when I prescribe sleep to people, like it's one of the top three things that I do, you know, between sleep, hydration and some other things. It's like it's a resistance to it. Absolutely. But I I literally (laughs) had clients improve their, their um, A1C levels have Mm -hmm. dropped dramatically Mm -hmm. um, blood pressure down, all sorts of stuff just from getting sleep, weight loss, crazy weight loss, Mm -hmm. just from prescribing sleep two weeks, boom, weight is coming down. So, so the thing that you're doing for them is that you are standing for them, right? And you are helping them to, to bridge the gap between um, knowledge and implementation, right? Mm -hmm. And so you you can know something in your head and not as, you know, look, we do this with love all the time, right? I shouldn't be with that guy, but Oh, he's so fine. Right. Or, Mm -hmm. Oh, I feel this way. And so think about that. Think about how we react in that kind of situation and then apply it to our health, right? I know that I should not be eating a whole package of double stuffed Oreos, but mm, they mm-hmm. taste so good. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I know that my body needs sleep, but ooh, that, you know, Netflix all night. Let's do that, mm-hmm. right? Or I, put, I prioritize something else or work Absolutely. or whatever is, is quote unquote um, important, these important things that have to be done. I'm prioritizing that. And what we forget is how much more productive and effective we are with that work when we have enough sleep. Mm -hmm. We can get double done. Yes, yes, yes. (laughs) 
<laughs> and so that's, I think, you know, I'm really glad that that's one of the focus areas that you use when working with your clients because, um, you know, we cannot minimize how important that is. It is so important. We need to. It's key. Yes, yes. And so when people ask you, like, I, I'm okay with supplements. Yes, you can take supplements. You know? oh, yeah. And yeah, if you want me Absolutely. to help you with a meal plan, I will help you with a meal plan. But please understand sure. that my priority with you, the first thing that I work with you on is mindset. Mm-hmm. It's mindset. <laughs> because when you have the mindset, when you have the mindset, then you realize what a supplement is. Absolutely. A supplement is just that. It's the supplement. Not and replace. supplements change. That's Not right. Not replace. Supplements right. change. It could be the season. You need a certain supplement in the wintertime that you don't need in the summer. Or Absolutely. certain supplements when you're traveling versus when you're on vacation. You know, depending on what's going on. So, right. and the meal plan is the same way. Some, there are like, like vitamin D3, right? Oh, yeah. That's everything. something that you should be supplementing. And, and particularly yeah. for me, I have multiple sclerosis. So, obviously, that's something mm-hmm. that I need to, to do all the time, right? But there are yeah. other things that you can just get from the food if you're eating the mm-hmm. right food. Absolutely. You know, are you Absolutely. breathing? <laughs> are you getting sunshine? Yeah. Are you getting fresh yeah. air? You know, those kinds of things that people forget that that's where we came from when we were a fitter country, you know, Mm -hmm. when we were a fitter world, Mm -hmm. right? I didn't, Mm -hmm. you know, and again, you guys know I'm almost 50, right? So you know that I Uh was in that age where we went outside and played until, till the streetlights came on. Yeah. And then you came home. It wasn't all about sitting in front of a computer or doing video games all the time and not having some kind of physical activity. And so, you know, when we get back to, those fundamentals, we start to see the changes that we've been searching for in the wrong places. Mm-hmm. And, you know, for them to have you to go to, to get the kind of guidance that they need on that journey to answer those questions that they have, because you will have questions, right? I have questions. I have a coach. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, I you have know, a coach, I, but I, I have a people. coach. Yes. Don't work, don't work with a coach who doesn't have a coach because coaches need coaches. That's right. And just like you were saying earlier, you, you study this stuff, but you couldn't see it for yourself. That's and right. And so we all, it's like a support <laughs> system. We need, we need support. We, we have to have it. In the same vein, don't go to a therapist that has never had a therapist. And in fact, I'll tell right. you this, in the state of California, and I'm not sure what they do in, in other places, but in the state of California, you are required to, to have a um, I think it's 30 hours of therapy can get licensed because that's a process that you need to Mm -hmm. have. Right. And I don't know any therapists who don't have a therapist. And if you find one, do not go to them. It is the absolute same thing with coaches, right? If you, if you are not, if you think that you can see your own picture clearly, Mm -hmm. you're wrong. You're wrong. You know, and, and so having somebody who is going to be objective, right? Because we get emotional yeah. with mm-hmm. things when it's, re- when it's related to yeah. us, right? We get Absolutely. emotional. And so if we can have somebody who can, who can make a stand for us and who can guide us. They're not going to fix no. it for you. You have to fix yeah. it for yourself, right? You have to make those choices and fix it for yourself. But boy, can they open your eyes and guide you in the right direction and give you the information that you need mm-hmm. to make the right choices. That's right. Absolutely. Yeah. So I want to know about the, is it the farewell fat diets? So <laughs> farewell fat diets was an interview series that I did. It's my online show 
um, one of my okay. online shows, um, that where I just interviewed uh, 20 experts in different areas related to healthy living and mm. weight loss, right? And the whole point of it was you don't have to diet, right? You have to have a good nutritional yeah. plan. And so I, I even um, a lot of times will not use the word diet. Sometimes I'll let it slip in, but most of the time I try to take that out and they'll say, how's your diet going? I said, well, my nutritional plan has gotten me a lot of progress mm. because we, we, we associate um, a certain picture when you say the word diet, oh, yeah. right? So what this is about is not doing all of that stuff, not having the yo-yo, not doing the roller coaster. And what I call it is the boomerang effect. Um, so you lose some weight and it, it flies right yep. back at you when you're doing it the yep. wrong way. So the series was about having people talk about the things that can help people to be successful. And, you know, <laughs> I had one lady contact me and she said, Yvette, she goes, I cannot believe what you have done mm. for me because, you know, I'm not even working with you yet, but just this series, I just followed some of the tips from the, the experts that you had as speakers in your series, and I lost 12 pounds wow. in the last three weeks. And it's all about being, you know, just natural and good stuff and healthy as opposed to tricks. And, you know, mm -hmm. I mean, we have life hacks, yeah. right? Like one of the things that, you know, when you're eating um, is that your meal should not be a five minute meal, right? You should have a 20 minute meal. And so to get you to that 20 minutes, maybe you use the, the trick, if you want to call it a trick or hack, if you want to call it that, of putting your fork down in between yes. bites, uh, right? Of taking a deep breath before you, before you eat, of drinking water before you start, those kinds of things that we can help people with. Those are the tips that, that my speakers mm -hmm. were giving yes. them um, and, and taking them to fundamentals. And so I had, um, you know, people who talked about, you know, hormones, you, you should make sure that your hormones are balanced, right? Know what you're working mm -hmm. with. Um, they talked about the, the movement. You don't have to go to a gym for four mm -hmm. hours to get what you need as far as movement is Do concerned. Do what you love. And there's a cumulative effect. I have to tell you, my first, um, my first movement, when I started my process, when I got you know, when I was in the meals part and I got to the third M, my first movement was hula. Dance, oh, Polynesian oh. dance. Yes, I can do hula and Tahitian dance. Nice. And so because it was fun, fun and I loved it. And enjoy. I let me tell you about yes, before I started that, and this is a an interesting story. Before I started that, I watched them come and perform at one of our staff development days. And there was a, a woman there who, you know, she wasn't huge, but she was a big girl, mm -hmm. right? She was a healthy sized girl and she was dancing and she had this look of just sublime pleasure, like ecstasy on her face. And I talked to the lady that owned the, the dance company and I said, I don't know where she went, but I want to go there. How do I get there? Seriously. And so she invited me down and then I was self-conscious. I'm like, I'm a lot bigger than everybody else in this room. I don't know if I want to do that. She said, oh, honey, when your hips are bigger, they move better for the dance. Uh -huh. And I was like, okay, I'm going to try it. And so that was my movement. Something that I could have fun with, that I could love, and still get the healthy benefits from. So, you know, whatever your, your passion is as far as movement is concerned. Some people like to go hike. I love Yosemite National Park. I love that. 
And I don't do like a strenuous, you know, fast paced no. hike through there. But I have a mm-hmm. lot of fun. I have a lot of fun. And, and I enjoy just enjoying it. nature, enjoying creation and just 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 Absolutely. taking time to breathe. I mean that's part of yeah, the mindset part. It's, it's just <laughs> it really enjoying is. your life. Like that's super that's super cool. So if 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 folks are interested in working with you or getting some of that good uh those interviews that you did with the farewell fad diets or you know what tell me tell us what you have like what do you offer so right now we just um are getting started with a a five-day clean eating plan and you can go to successwithebet.com and get the information on that and you know i we have the plan i'm going to be going into a detox as well because you know cleaning your liver getting rid of all of the the yucky stuff that's um, stopping your body from operating at its optimal level is something else that you know i like to help mm. people with but i have lots of just bonuses and um, benefits for folks and the, and the clean eating plan is free oh, nice. so you know you can go to the website sign up for it you get it for free um, we'll have daily videos and i have contests going on so i have a referral contest um, if you are the person who refers the most people who register then you get the detox for free um, we have some other ta- uh, contests going on within the um, the five day plan itself. So um, you know, I have people taking funny uh, funny pictures, and um, I'm calling it healthy hygiene. Uh. <laughs> so yes, so we're going to have a lot of fun with it. Um, it's very simple. I give you everything that you need to be successful, and it's only five days, right? You can do you this. You can do a lot. And in maybe five this days. is the one yeah. Absolutely, you can make a change in five days, and I give you everything that you need to be successful at this and to make it fun. So yes, uh, com, and um, come on board and join us and have a good time, have a free time and let's get healthy together. Successwithyvette.com guys. Um, how are you spelling Yvette? Just so people know. Well, I spell it the French way. Right. <laughs> so it's Yvette, Y-V-E-T-T-E. Okay. Successwithevet.com. And yeah, we'll see you over there. Sounds awesome. I am really, really excited to just have had the opportunity to chat with you and hearing your story is inspiring. I am, I mean that genuinely. Um, I've learned something today um, and I'm looking forward to implementing that mirror exercise. I forget what you call it, but I'm looking forward to that because it it just, it helps, you know, it really helps a great deal. Um, Is there social media? I like to call that. Go ahead. Uh, I'm sorry. I was just going to tell you, I call that reflections of me. Um, Other, other people, I got that from the psychology part. And so other coaches might call it something else if they use that, um, that process. But I like to call it reflections of me because that's what you're doing is you're looking deep inside and and finding your soul and um, reflecting that out. This has been, this has been epic. Is there a medium platform that you, if people have questions for you that you would like for them to contact you at or um, should they go through your site? You can find me on my yeah, they can go through the site. They can also go um, to my Facebook page. Um, it's Yvette R. Briscoe. Um, if you just do Yvette Briscoe, you'll get my personal page. But the business page is where I have um, all the good information and where we'll, mm-hmm. we've got a lot of uh, really interesting things coming up. So. Awesome, awesome. Yeah, come check all it right, out. All right, so you guys check her out. She's awesome. She's amazing. You've already gotten a sample, and she's got a relatable story. Anybody who has autoimmune issues or you're looking to get the weight down, or you want to be empowered, 
then you definitely want to check out Absolutely. Um, that. And of course, you can check me out at jasonwinters.coach and you can check me out on Instagram. We got the new IGTV, so I'll be posting some stuff up there um, so you guys can check that out and get your tips, get your mindset work done. And thanks so much, Yvette. I appreciate it. And we will see you guys on the next episode. Thank you for having me. It was great. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Deaf Food Podcast. If you would like more information on how you can take control of your health, visit us on the web at jasonwinters.coach. And be sure to follow us on Instagram at jasonwinters.coach. J-A-S-O-N-W-I-N-T-E-R-S dot C-O-A-C-H. Until next time, we don't eat fake food.